Ryan has been blessed to have many different experiences throughout his life. There have been ups and downs, but it brought him to where he is today. Throughout his 10 years in the NBA, he has also been fortunate enough to be the president of Heart to Heart Foundation, chairman of IVC Global, an intern at Alston Agency, junior NBA ambassador, and many other experiences. Since his childhood, he knew he wanted to find a way to give back to the world, and he now has an opportunity to do that. Ronnie's experiences have taught him about adversity, teamwork, hard work, passion, and dedication. Professionally, he's learned about marketing, advertising, social media, nonprofits, strategy, measurement, client management, and so much more. Most importantly, Ronnie has learned about the importance of community and finding your true desire. He's learned that tomorrow is never promised, so today must be lived. Ronnie's passions continue to exist both on and off the court as he remains committed to utilizing his NBA career to make an impact in his community and beyond. His first life took him from the Caribbean to new opportunities in Paris. His second life from a heart operation to being an NBA champion. Welcome to Ronnie's third life where he's committed to following his heart. Hi, it's Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions. Seven Questions is where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I have the honor of having a new friend with me. His name is Ronnie Turiaf, and he hails from, I guess currently you're in Paris, uh, or not Paris, he's outside of Paris in a small town. Uh, he says middle of nowhere. Uh, I say Paris because that's where I go, but he, he lives in a small town. He happens to be in LA now, and I'm so thankful his time is so short. So I'm just going to jump right in here. How you doing, Ronnie? Pretty good about yourself. Oh, man, I'm doing well. We're in sunny California, and it's 80 degrees for those who are elsewhere in the world. Uh, Today, uh, it's an 80-degree day, so I am not complaining. Me neither. In February. Me neither. uh, Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for playing, man. My pleasure. I appreciate it. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. It's not exciting, man. Yeah, no. Thank you for uh, making some time here. I know you're a busy guy. So we're just going to jump right in, guys. Normally, you know, I ask if um, people want to share something. Ronnie is, um, you know, he says right now there's nothing that he wants to promote or share. So we're just going to jump right in and play. Oh, you know what? I actually have something. Okay. I think it would be, uh, I have a question. Ah, uh-oh. The question <laughs> that I have for the listeners okay. is, what is your relationship with time? Mm. That's the question that I want the listeners to think about. That's it. And there you have it. I, <laughs> I'm like, and that, there you go. What is your relationship with time? Let me know. Let me let them know. Yeah. Let them know. Where can they find you on Instagram? Uh, Ronnie Turiaf. R-O-N-N-Y-T-U-R-I-A-F as in Frank. There you go. Um, well, how we play seven questions for those who are new listeners is Ronnie has not seen the questions in this box. Nope. Uh, and we shake them up, and he picks, and we go through seven. Ready? Let's do this. All right. Question one. 
Ooh. Do I believe in luck? Do you believe in luck? Yes, do you believe in luck? Okay, so... My answer to that would be, my life coach once told me that luck is the invisible cloth that God uses to remain invisible. Whoa, I've never heard that ever before. <sighs> yep, the luck is the invisible cloth that God or, uni or the universe mm -hmm. uses uh, to remain invisible. So, ever since she told me that, I've looked at luck as like synchronicities, as um, small deja vu moments, mm -hmm. or things that just so happen to work out perfectly that is outside of your, your doing, or you get upgraded in first class or whatever, mm -hmm. some of those things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like luck uh, is also linked with our person, my personal desire or our personal desire to believe in it as well and to look for it as well. So I think uh, I believe in it. I believe in it. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that is a first. I have never heard it described in that Thank way, you. and I will certainly use that if that's okay. Please feel uh, free. This is not <laughs> mine. This, this is my is life coach. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Question two. All right, big right. Question two. Let's see. Oh, that's a good one. What's been the most difficult choice you've had to make to fulfill your destiny? Hmm. Question two. I think the most difficult choice that I've had to make to fulfill my destiny, there was probably two or three of them. Okay. The first one was to leave my house at the age of 14. Wow. To embark on a journey in the unknown uh, of playing basketball. Mm -hmm. The second one was to undergo my open heart surgery in 2005 when I had the choice to collect life insurance money or uh, have the surgery and take a chance on being able to play basketball again. And I think the third one would be to step away from something that I mastered, which was to play basketball, mm -hmm. even though some people think uh, that I wasn't good at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and other people thought that I was good at it. But stepping away from basketball was also a very difficult choice that I had to make because it was easy for me. Uh, I mastered it. I was part of the 1% in mm. basketball. But something was telling me that life was bigger uh, mm. than basketball. And I had another choice, again, to step into the unknown, uh, which was to follow my heart and follow my fate and my destiny that was calling me. There was a voice calling me. So I think those are like the, the three biggest that I can pinpoint right now at this moment. Wow. I mean, that is, yeah. There's so many layers there, but that's part of seven questions is that you ask the question yeah. and you, you keep going. There's no more questions. It's, it's kind of, it's like, those are the questions you have all time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I mean, it's, 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 it's my pleasure to be able to also dive and actually acknowledge uh, to myself some of those things that now I think about it from that, from that lens, but mm -hmm. until you ask me the question, or until we ask me <laughs> the, the question, the question I did not up. really yeah. see it from that lens because I'm just 
free flowing from my heart at the moment. You know what mm. I mean? So yeah, that's what I think about. And I could think about now. My my head is spinning. Mm. And it's like, oh, that was difficult too. That was difficult too. Or like, oh man, when you got to do this mm-hmm. and talk to your dad and do this. Mm. So it's like, oh my God, like yeah, there is actually an unknown aspect into mm-hmm. those difficult choices. So that's why I'm like, this, this is cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to be able to do so. Okay, cool. Thank you. Question three. Dun, 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 dun. What am I, What are you most grateful for? Yeah, question three. What are you most grateful for? I mean, in the eyes of the world, you've like you just mentioned from the previous question. You know, you were in the one yeah. percent of accomplishments. You know, to be on a team, NBA, yeah. like yeah. just in general, that's huge. I mean, yeah. people are still dreaming yeah. of right now mm-hmm. uh, to be on a team, mm-hmm. and you accomplished that. Um, Today, what are you most grateful for? Oh man, this is such a this is such a great question um, because I could take it into so many different angles and so many different ways, and I think I'm choosing to take it through this lens. Okay, I am most grateful at this specific moment for the opportunity to continue to build healthy relationship with my families, mm. with my family. Look, looking back at it um, and pushing pause into my life, um, this is something that was so important to me when I was playing basketball, but I didn't have the, the lens and the, 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 uh, the skills and the tools to be able to fully do it. Mm-hmm. And now that I retired and I took a difficult choice to retire from basketball and get in the way that I felt, I feel like I said no to something and I said yes to family time and mm. thing that I was quote unquote maybe craving or yearning uh, to be able to cultivate. So I think now at this specific moment today, um, I feel most grateful to have the opportunity to continue to, 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 to breathe life into those those relationships because those relationships are are my lifeline in a sense mm-hmm. you know so yeah I think that's what I'm that's my answer today family okay yeah. question four dun 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 alright alright god Woo. that's a good question what do you want to be remembered for Question four. What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered as... someone... that lived his life... his way. Mm. That followed his heart and that dealt with whatever comes with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I want to be remembered as. Um, and while doing that, that I hopefully has inspired others to step into the deepest part of their, of their heart and their mm-hmm. soul. Uh, I think that's what I want to be remembered as, yeah. Yeah, yeah, someone, yeah, that lived his life his own way and that followed his heart and 
be to his own to his own beat and inspire people to do the same mm. yeah. amen to that I think that is such a, a response that many people uh, hopefully will resonate with because mm. oftentimes especially you know we have international listeners mm. and you know no matter where you're in the world you know, every society has uh, constraints mm-hmm. around what you should be, regardless of your, if you're man, woman, child, you know, race, you know, there are constraints in different societies and people trying to find themselves yeah. in that society of yeah. where, they are, where they currently are. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that because I feel like people could, I know I'm taking it in. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> no, yeah, because I, I was just talking to, obviously, um, uh, I was just talking to some of my friend before coming here, and we were just having this 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 conversation about how it is difficult to be able to stay focused into what you truly want to do, um, and it's challenging to to go against the status quo or whatever it may be. Ooh, I feel that. Yes, I feel. Thank you for telling me that. Your breath right there. I can feel your breath. I feel you felt that. <laughs> but it's okay. I won't say anything. Uh, they cannot see what I see now, but I can see that I touch a nerve there. But uh, yeah, we were just talking about that. And I was just telling him, I don't have at this specific moment the energy, the desire, the, 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 the mindset to even acknowledge mm-hmm. anything other than what I truly want. To do and mm-hmm. and it's almost like a come full circle where is the mindset that I had when I saw that basketball could become something where I could excel at mm-hmm. but the difference between the 22 year old that got drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers and the 37 year old now is that I have 15 years of experience and I have 15 years of awareness and, and mistakes and great choices and now I feel like Going forward, I am more balanced and aligned to make decisions that are really truly aligned with my values. So yeah, that's that's what I want to be remembered at. I'm gonna follow my own beat, my own drum, follow my heart. Yeah. Let's see where it takes me. Wow. Oh man. Oh. Yeah, Mike. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing, man. My pleasure. Question five. Question number five. Dun 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 dun. Drum roll. Drum roll. Drum roll. I should get some drum rolls here. Here we go. Upgrade. Oh. <laughs> oh, those questions. Get me. Cool. What's the lesson that's taking you the longest to learn? It's like it plays right into what you just talked about. <laughs> it's like, again, there's luck for you. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, man. Man, 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 man. What is the... Oh. What's the lesson that's taking me the longest to learn? The lesson that's taking me the longest to learn is the ability that I have to be authentically myself at all time. That's what I am at this. This is this is my mountain. Mm. at this moment is how can I get out of my own way of self-sabotaging myself by working, actively working on being authentically myself 
at all times. Yes, it is an illusion that I can be perfect. Yes, I need to work on my perfect perfectionism mindset that I have at time. And that's part of my DNA. That's what makes me me, and that's a good side, and that's also a bad side. But there is also other things that I would be able to... I heard this quote one time, and he says something along the line as, you want to show me how strong you are? Show me your heart. Mm. And that's kind of like what I think this lesson that I'm learning is to be able to show my heart to people, to myself first and foremost, yeah. and to people in order for me to to shatter any pre uh, once again preconceived notion about what I can or can't do. So I think that's the that's the lesson. That's I mean I'm 37 and I, I've not figured that one out, but I can see that I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. So I'm actively working on that. But I think that's what's taking me the. The longest. I mean, I could talk also about financial literacy. I could mm-hmm. talk about yeah, that's a big one. You know that's what I mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just telling you right before coming here, I yeah. have to go pay my taxes and yeah. stuff like that. It's like so being aware of that. Yeah, no, that's a big. All one. of those things. It took me forever to actually take the time. Maybe if it's taking like five, ten, fifteen minutes to actually just learn and ask more questions to be able to avoid headache in the back. So mm-hmm. there is a there is a lot that I could uh, take there, but I feel like. The financial literacy piece is actually part of the being authentic in myself at all time because I needed to understand like, oh my God, I avoid things that I don't understand or I try to pretend like they don't exist. It's like, no, 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 no. Take yeah. 15 minutes <laughs> to understand and ask the questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I feel yeah. like it's the, what I just mentioned about the authentic in myself is the overall uh, foundation where all of those stuff string from, you know, the financial literacy, the the being open and just continuously uh, share my, my my viewpoints mm-hmm. uh, without filtering it mm-hmm. and just yeah. uh, understanding, like you know what, like I have a tendency sometimes to get better, get better, get better, and then plateauing because I don't put, I stop putting the hard work mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's why I really identified the big block. Because then from that big block, I can get better at all those little things. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, that's my answer. There you go. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. Thank you for asking questions. Hey, I mean, you, seven you, questions. You, you're, the, you're the container. So you you bring it in. I appreciate it. Question six. Almost done. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really well. All right. Um, I can understand why people uh, want to just uh, keep going after, after all those questions. This is good. If you were an animal, which one would you want to be? It's a light one for you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, If I was an animal, I would want to be... Can I pick two or just one? You can pick two. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. (laughs) Because there's two animals that I'm super, super, super fascinated by. One is the lion. Mm. And two is the crocodile. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am fascinated by those two because the crocodile is something that have evolved, but not too, too much, Mm -hmm. for millions (laughs) of years. Indestructible. And out of, I mean, I I read some information about them. 
being studied to like their blood to cure cancer mm -hmm. and so on and so forth and they're so patient mm -hmm. and they can survive on so little mm -hmm. and they can survive in like murky waters murky. and just be there yeah. and they are like slightly little mischievous a little bit mm -hmm. and they're always mm -hmm. trying to just they keep trying to chase the gazelle and all that stuff but they can't go really far Mm -mm. So yeah, I, you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, player. No, mm -mm. Not, yeah. I'm chilling over here. I'm good. I'm in the sun. Like, I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so maybe that's the Caribbean in me that likes that. And the lion, because obviously he just loves his, uh, loves his family. And there is like this primal aspect of it. And also, uh, and also like an understanding of his strength. And his weakness as well. That's mm -hmm. why it's the female that that is going to to um, to uh, to hunt mm -hmm. and all that stuff, and they come for the kill and all that stuff. And there is this beautiful uh, dichotomy there about understanding themselves from what I see yeah, yeah, in the yeah. National <laughs> Geographic. This is not a plug, but the National yeah, Geographic yeah. <laughs> uh, stuff and all that, and seeing them in the safaris and and all that kind of stuff. So I think. I would be uh, either um, a lion or, or a crocodile. A crocodile. Wow. Yeah, for sure. There you yeah. go. Yeah. See, you learn something new when yeah. you play seven <laughs> questions. But if never, that's a probably a question you cannot look online for, right? For so. sure. But my thing is, my thing is, I, I'm feeling something right now. Mm -hmm. um, do the guests that you have ever ask you those questions? Cause I've all I, I wanted to ask you all of the questions that I got just so yeah you, just so just so you know yeah you I know think I mean? it depends sometimes you know I depending on the person's time I try yeah. to be considerate of, okay. of not just doing the interview yeah, yeah. Uh, versus adding on my story as well ah, uh, that's that's not I don't like that I kind of like yeah. that. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna take this opportunity because I follow my guts right yeah. there which animal uh, would you want to be when, and why. Uh, Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you you don't want to have them. <laughs> I I think for me, top of mind, um, uh, one of the the top things that comes to mind is the black panther. Okay. Um, it's agile. Uh -huh. It's slick. It hangs in trees. Yeah. Like I consider myself someone who um, keeps peace. You know, the black panther is one. If you know, they you don't really hear about it as much as you do the you know. The lion or mm -hmm. the uh, cheetah yeah. or the, you know, there's so many other cats that are, you know, fast. But mm -hmm. the leopard, I mean, the panther um, hangs in the trees, mm -hmm. looks over mm -hmm. the jungle, um, observes, comes down when it needs to. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like personally, like I'm a overseer. Like I like to look top down mm -hmm. uh, and view things from the top. Yeah. And only come down, or only really, only only come down when I need to, I guess. Yeah, fact, fact. Uh, and yeah. so, I like the Black Panther. That was that's what I would be. That's good. Uh, from a from a biology standpoint, love it. I like the the aura of what they stand for. Um, so yeah, there you go. Good, good. I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow my uh, my. You got there, one. yeah. No, well, we'll do that with the la last question. Last Here question. Go. Here we go. Question seven. What's your motivation to succeed? Ooh, that's a great question. Oh, man, you... that's a great question. <laughs> What's motivating you now? Like, what are you getting up for? Okay. What's motivating you? So, in order to answer that question, 
I need to slightly talk about my life from zero to 32 before I retired. Because mm. I think that's going to allow me to understand, for people to understand mm -hmm. where am I speaking from. So from zero to 32, I was, I grew up um, in the Caribbean in, let's say, um, um, uneasy circumstances. So from the time I turned 14 until 32, my motivation to succeed was to provide financially for my family. Mm. That was the reason why I got up every day. Um, and that turned out to be, I mean, complete, to be somewhat fully transparent, healthy slash unhealthy. And mm. I'm not going to get into too much of it now, yeah, but that's, that was something on both sides. And when you retire, when I decided to retire and actually say, oh, you know what? I actually want to, quote unquote, live for me mm. now. That triggered is like, oh, okay. You want to remove your why as your family. You want to add a why that is wanting to go explore the world and mm. wanting to just feel free. And wanting for the first time in you feel like 32 years, you get the chance to fully be yourself. It's like, okay, you do, you do that for three years and four years. And now you're like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I think now my motivation to succeed is to honor the, the inner child in me that never really got the chance to be a, a child. Mm. I feel like I became an adult at the age of 42, or the age of 14 when I became a professional, uh, a basketball player. Mm -hmm. So now the artist residency that I informally run in the middle of nowhere in France is a desire of the, my inner child that I have to connect with people and get to know people and just get to know people's dream mm. and all of that stuff and actually partake take a part into them going towards their dream mm -hmm. you know what i mean me traveling and being and working with the as an ambassador with the nba now is satisfying the the inner child in me dream mm. to hop skip from country to country mm. me helping the family business now is satisfying the inner child in me to feel like, oh, I get to spend time with my family mm. and just getting together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like now my motivation of wanting to honor that inner child in me is way healthier than the previous motivation in me that actually allowed me to get to so, so high, mm -hmm. but at what cost? Mm. You know? And for, and for me now... I feel like, oh, this is cool. Like the cost is, doesn't feel so heavy anymore because I get to spend time with my family. I get to spend time with some people. So I think that's why now my motivation is about honoring uh, the inner child in me. I think that's what um, my motivation is. And I actually, until that you asked me that, I did not really think about it because mm. I asked myself that question. It was like, oh, I don't want to do anything today. Okay. Yeah. You know, so yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think, you know, I want to thank you for sharing that. I Pleasure. think that was a great layout and you, you. you spoke so well and articulated it mm -hmm. uh, for people to have a, get a greater sense of, of what you've done and where you are. Mm -hmm. I think for me, what motivates me now is 
you know, all of our listeners know that, you know, my first job was working for Oprah Winfrey. Mm. And I do believe in this luck um, description that you described, which is this invisible band, because there's no way I could have ended up there without some divine intervention, mm -hmm. because it's su it was such a small group and such uh, my chances, you know, as someone who studied biology, and I had no background in media or business, mm -hmm. and I ended up working for her business manager, um, and she taught me and she believed in me um, and taught me how to run a business. I wanted to, you know, for someone who's super successful. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I, none of my, my parents don't run a business. I love them to death. Uh, but they don't own a business or run a business. And so, you know, my motivation to succeed is very similar because I've, I've always known deep down that I was going to be successful and that I, and by success, I mean financial um, mm. success. Um, here, financial success, yeah, because I did grow up without, yeah, um, you know, the, in terms of, yeah, we, we we had money to eat and to live and to whatever, but you know, we weren't necessarily spending um, weekends in Paris or mm -hmm. weekends in whatever, yeah, you know. Sure. And mm -hmm. so, what motivated me was the same money. How do I make sure my family and those that come after? are well off, mm -hmm. you know, how mm -hmm. do I get that generational wealth, Fact. not the, you know, six figures, mm -hmm. you know, f you know, for many, six figures is like, oh my God, you're rich, it's like, mm -hmm. no, mm -hmm. like now what I've seen, yeah. six figures is not it, <laughs> like yeah, six figures sure. is not even, you know, it's not it, and so, it's, it's a great start, it's a great start, yeah, so I'm not downplaying this, anyone who makes six figures, I'm just mm -hmm. saying, uh, I've been fortunate to see um, success at a, another level, yeah. and what at the time that motivated me right to generational wealth mm -hmm. now similar to you after lots of deep thinking mm -hmm. um you know this is something i enjoy doing mm -hmm. uh am i making money off of this no yeah. but if i do in, in some form great mm -hmm. but i am so happy when i get to connect with mm -hmm. people who have done incredible things mm -hmm. um and who sit down and and can be real yeah. about their life part of their lives mm -hmm. which they don't share Again, when you're in media, because you get asked questions that are relevant to whatever the time is that you may not really want to answer. Fact. Uh, and so this motivates me now because I get to, you know, my motivation now on top of from where I started with Oprah mm -hmm. was financial. Now it's more what is my heart? You know, that's similar. Like mm -hmm. what what makes me happy is connecting with people that are different. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Because if I don't have different people around me, I'm missing out on opportunities to learn fact. and to be pushed. Fact. And that's just it, you Super know, fact. people, and I've seen many people who, you know, we have our tribes and you, if you mm -hmm. hang around the people who are just like you, mm -hmm. I find that stunts your ability to be aware of what's really happening. Fact. And so when you, when you describe your artist um, uh, place, you know, mm -hmm. I forget how you, what did you call it? Artist? Artist residency. Artist Crea residency. Creativity, incubator. You know, place to have to people from all yeah. of the world come in and for you mm -hmm. to share and hear and mm -hmm what's happening, what's going on in their lives. Like, that's mm -hmm. the greatest way to just meet interesting people because yeah. artists in general are so different. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And yeah. that in itself is like a, a, another interesting way to, to connect. And that's what this is for me. It's like, yeah. how do I connect with people that, again, you and I, I don't play basketball, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't really watch basketball. Yeah, of course. But here we are, yeah. you know, totally. right now, like totally. connecting totally. as humans. Facts. Um, and I think that, 
is what's beautiful and what gets me mm-hmm. that light of like, no matter who you are, or what you do, mm-hmm. there is a level to humanity that we can connect on. For sure. And, and I can see it on your face when you talk. Yeah, it's, it's, I appreciate that. I appreciate this, that. This, this is real. And you know, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's very powerful what you, what you just mentioned because you don't even have to tell me. I can see it and I can feel it. You know what I mean? And when you, when you talk about success, and I love how you clearly identify with your quotation mark <laughs> fina- see, financial yeah. success mm-hmm. because it's a, it's, it's a really powerful thing to be able to, decept, to, to, to really differentiate the success of the heart mm-hmm. the financial success and continually ask yourself the question mm-hmm. what is success to me now mm-hmm. and that's okay that it changes in one year or two years two months but now success to you is this, this yeah. is that and, and it's super powerful to be able to articulate that because mm-hmm. for me when you talk when I hear you say it I'm like yes bro for me financial success was the ultimate success yeah, yeah, yeah. until I graduated no plug but to get the iPhone update or whatever yeah. and I graduate be like oh no success to me is actually spending a day with my dogs my cats mm-hmm. my family and my friend and like some friend that I'm learning about him yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's success to me now like I don't care what nobody else tells me so i think it's really powerful what you just said about the financial success and also the success about following your heart and just filling yourself up with that you know what i mean like that's so powerful man i, I, I love that and then i almost cussed i love that yeah yeah and no. i got excited about that so. no thank you man thank you um well that's question seven man yep. wow yeah that was incredible uh that was question seven so as our listeners know at the end of the podcast, mm-hmm. I ask my guests to nominate someone that comes to mind. Yep. You just played seven questions. Anyone yeah. come to mind that you will nominate? Uh, yeah. There is a guy that I want to nominate right now because him and I, we had a super uh, powerful conversation um, while eating pizza in New York City oh, at cool. like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh-huh. And his name is Mike Grapes. Okay. Uh, he has a company, uh, a clothing line called Savin Vision in uh, New York City. And he's someone that definitely I think is fascinating. Yeah. And the reason why I, I, I'd love to nominate him is because he was introduced to me by one close friend of mine. Uh, that I went to school with when I took that chance mm. and went to America. I meet this random uh, white girl from Portland, mm. and we always talk about it. And there is this Caribbean kid that barely speaks English. Mm-hmm. And like on paper, there's nothing in common. Mm. But we met in 2001, and now we are in 2020, we're still friends. And mm. I call her the cultural architect because she's in tune with like so much stuff that's happening culturally. And she's been telling me about this guy, Mike Grapes, for years. You need to talk to this guy, you need to talk to this guy. And I, as I was traveling, I never had the chance mm. uh, to sit down with him until those days where we actually just walked in New York City and we had a blast and we talked about everything in life. And I think it's someone that would be very interesting uh, to be able to have a conversation with. Well, thank you, Mike. I will be reaching out to you soon, uh, and I'm in New York yeah. often, so yeah. if it's New York or LA, we'll make time. Um, for those who are listening, you've been listening to Seven Questions. Today's guest is Ronnie Turioff. I'm so honored for his time today. Um, 
And uh, for those who are listening, thank you so much for subscribing and commenting below. Uh, please share and please um, continue to um, um, continue to ask deep questions <laughs> that we're asking here today. Uh, I think these questions um, aren't only for us here, but I hope that when you're um, listening to us answer that you're also um, being able to answer them for yourselves as well. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing.